Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap podcast tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke Nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they will send you your order in packaging made from plants not plastics and the best thing is they look great and they feel great you can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here yeah it's as simple as this go to thenightcap.tmill.com that's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your nightcap podcast merch now Hello and welcome to the Nightcap. Uh, we are upstairs at Salt yet again for a coffee on a very chilly Wednesday in April. What's up, Paul Foster? How you doing, bud? You okay? All right, mate. Yeah, yeah. Both been pretty busy, haven't we? It has yeah, that's been very busy of late. Yeah, we're, we're closed and I'm busy yeah, as busy normal. Than ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got loads of ground to cover today. We've been out and about to several different restaurants. We've got our top fives that we promised we'd do later, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Got bits of correspondence coming up, but um, I think the best place to start was the probably the most high-profile event of the last week. For oh yeah, the culinary world. Yeah, GQ Food and Drink Awards. Yeah, how was yeah. it, mate? What was it? Was, the, it was, was mega. Vibe? Yeah, it was. Um, it was a cool night. I didn't know what to expect really because it's quite. It was. There's no like food. There's a few nibbles mm. floating around where, where was and that, some drinks. It was um, the St Pancreas St Pancreas Renaissance Hotel. Okay. Um, nice hotel. I've mm-hmm. been before years ago. Yeah. Sure, that was where Marcus Waring's Gilbert Scott was. Oh, right. I think. Yeah, it was cool. It's like small, quite a small room. I don't know how many was there. I'd guess hundred or so. Oh, like really? stood up wow. event. And you sort the microphones out though. You can't hear anything. <laughs> oh, really? Like Makita Oliver was presenting the awards. Yeah. She couldn't hear a word she was saying. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, and then a lot of people were chatting though, and it was a bit rude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was. You know, Gordon was there when I had a chat with Gordon. Yeah. And it was a strange one because. Because obviously I know, you know, we follow each other, we've DM'd on everything and, you know, I've met him a few times before. Yeah. I'd never be as arrogant as to assume as, oh, he knows me because it's sure. you know, very much acquaintance level. So I just went over. Um, I said, oh, you don't remember me? He's like, of course I fucking do. You're Paul from Salt. <laughs> So obviously he went to college like it, it a becomes, mile away. It becomes embarrassing that you've questioned whether he knows you and he does. That's <laughs> a really weird like dynamic. That. Perhaps I think I just worry too much about being yeah, that yeah. that arrogant sort of guy. Yeah, like, like he should know me. Yeah. Like no, he we're shouldn't. best mates. Yeah. We met once. You know? He meets he meets what different people every day all over the world. So you know, but he, yeah, he was, had a good chat with him. He was uh, asking how salt was going and. Um, he was like, I'll come along. I said, no, he won't. <laughs> 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 I've asked him several times about the pod and yeah. I've DM'd him and stuff. And maybe he's well, always I've been got, like, yeah, yeah, I've maybe. Yeah. There'll, be a, there'll be a loophole in the Matrix somewhere. Where yes. Like, Timing-wise, you know, I've got that. Yeah, it'll have to happen. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I was telling about grass-fed and he was he was pretty excited for it. He was saying, like, Camden really needs something like that. There's loads of places to eat, but there's nothing sort of doing what we want to do and it'll work yeah. yeah and he was just giving loads of um, advice on it which was nice 
Yeah. It's really, I can't remember if we spoke about it last week or, or separately to the pod, but it's fascinating with Gordon Ramsay, isn't it? Because in not many fields where you get like almost the most famous name in the field. Yeah. That also has like mainstream success and like sheer respect from the top level of yeah and he seems to like you say with that and like oh you know Camden Camden needs that he's still got his finger on the pulse of the scene yeah not yeah, just yeah. in his LA mansion having some exactly some video. you know do like, you think how often is he in London he's got yeah. a house in Cornwall he spends loads of time in the States exactly. all over the States and doing TV around the world yeah. but it is it is quite rare in, in an industry where one of the most famous is also so well respected by the purists of the industry. Exactly. You know, normally they don't go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so true. It's no, but I've always had loads of respect for him. Yeah. No, he's great. No, he, he, and he looked dead cool in his suit with his original red Nike Air Jordans on. Yeah. Oh, mate, yeah, he looked pretty cool. But he was there collecting a Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah. But I didn't realise. I was watching the awards and I like, couldn't hear anything and different people going up to present awards. Yeah. And it kind of felt like it was finished and I needed a toilet. So I went to the toilet, yeah. come back and... I think that's when he'd got his Lifetime Achievement Award. And it wasn't until I was on the train on the way back, I was messaging you and Hayley. Yeah. And Hayley was like, Ed Sheeran was there. I was like, was he? <laughs> We're talking about a small room. 100 people. Ed yeah. Sheeran was there. You missed him. Yeah, missed him. Completely. So is... he presented it to Gordon. Wow. He must um, have literally slipped in from the back, done it, and left. I mean, he would have been mobbed. Yeah, right? he would have. So he must have been in and out. Yeah, yeah. SES style. Mate, that's but, hilarious. Yeah, good. Love Ed Sheeran. It's so funny. Yeah. But it was a good night. Caught up with loads of people, like, Paul Ainsworth was there, Claire Smith and Matt Abay and just an um, old friend of mine, Paolo de Tarso, who I climbed Kilimanjaro um, with. So that was with Ashley Palmer Watson? Yeah, Ashley and John yeah, Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I haven't seen him in a few years because... Do you still have that look, look in your eye of like mountains? Remember yeah. The, remember yeah, the mountains? Yeah, because we just realised there and then it's 10 years this year since we did it. So we're like, we, wow. need, we need to do something. Not not social media, you just get get together. like Yeah. Yeah, because it was quite an intense experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I can't believe it's 10 years. Esme yeah, was too. like five months old when I did it. Wow, that is yeah. insane. Is it, you know, like people joke about like almost pregnancy or all those sorts of things where it's like the pain at the time, you know. Oh, it's much harder women, pregnancy, women yeah. forget. <laughs> <laughs> women forget how painful it was. And, and then it. they go to, or, or oh, almost totally like running like a marathon and stuff. You forget, oh, I can't remember. Do yeah. you know it's like that? It, like you look back with rose tinted goggles, you're like, yeah, I could do that again. But the yeah. time was fucking horrendous. It was. I mean, it's not technical climbing at all. There is a bit of climbing and it's it's long, it's arduous, it's fucking hard work yeah. and you feel ill and drunk all the time you're up there and or hungover. It's just this weird mix of uh, feelings. It is really tough, but you totally forget. Yeah. And like straight down, I was like, fucking, I'd do that again. <laughs> would not do that again. Like a woman having a baby. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. You do. And then I, I quite, I romanticise about it now. Like, yeah, oh, that'd that's be, it. That'd be a nice trip. <laughs> yeah. I think because I've got no phone signal and no one can bother me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's yeah. escapism in a weird way, isn't yeah. it, I suppose. But. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so a few awards and stuff, but it's wrapped up Yeah, a few up awards, a few drinks, and then, yeah, people start going. So it's quite in, out. There's no sit-down dinner. Sometimes they drag on those sit-down dinners. So yeah, they do. It's quite good that it's like that. Yeah, before what, that, I went, to, I went to Google headquarters, which is around the corner. So I'm going to so do cool. a demo soon there. And yeah. fuck me, they've got it nice, those Googlers. Really? Yeah, it is. Is it what, because like, it's like a famous, it's almost like a running joke in the media, isn't it? That Google headquarters is like those sleeping pods. Yeah, and like, that, that, but it's literally yeah. that. I didn't see them. He's going to show me next time. So, <laughs> um, but We're down just going into the sleeping yeah. pods area. <laughs> He's on work time. <laughs> but 
So I went in, lovely building, King's Cross, went through all the security, went upstairs and we were in this, um, they call it a canteen, but it's like, it's much nicer than a, like say a Costa or anything like that. Mm. And the coffee and all the food, completely free all day, have much as you want, whenever wow. you want. There's like five people just behind the coffee bar there to serve the staff free coffee all Incredible. day, good I'd, quality. I'd be on five or six a day if it was free. Yeah, and, um, if it was free, it's dangerous. Like, but there's three of those in that building. There's 3,000 employees. And then there's a cookery school there, right? And that's mm-hmm. where I'm going to do a demo. Yeah. Um, just, obviously, it's around the corner from Camden, and it's good for promotion, and I should sell a few books. I can take my little car machine down there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but so the cookery school is free of charge for all of the Googlers who work there. What but the they hell? do it on work time as well, because it's classed as sort of work. So they might do... It might be a half an hour for heated class or it might be a hour bread class or something. Wow. Different classes all the time. You book on it in-house and you go in your work time and go do a cookery class. That is... So if you've got... So if there's like some emergency, it's like, oh no, I can't help out too. I've got a bread class. <laughs> like what? Yeah, what? got some data input to do. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Got for heaters Red flag, we've got a, a massive problem. It's like, sorry, I've got soup at three. Yeah, like, Gmail's down. <laughs> yeah, have to wait. My bread's proven. Got sorbet to set. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, there's, there's sleep pods and it's just dead, dead chill. And like, you can sort of work as... I get the impression as and when you want, you can have your meetings and do your work in the canteen area and stuff. That's interesting. So, like, because I, I think like skeptics might say from the outside that it's just like ridiculous, like too. What's the word? Like, it's like privileged thing. Yeah. It's like, do 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 could, being in there? Could you imagine that this is just a great place to work? Yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, and I mean, look, they're they're productive. It clearly works. Yeah, there must like, be a good old. There must be data led reasons. There, there must be. It it's can't Google. work for any industry. Couldn't no. work. I was telling my stepdad about it. He's a builder, and obviously, it could work for him. <laughs> Where's Dave? I was in sleeping pods. Can you imagine? And it couldn't work for us in our. Why would you do my fucking bathroom? Oh, they're all on a pottery class at the moment. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, just couldn't in yeah. most. But that. It works. And I think, you know, I think they sort of work from home a bit and they, a lot of their work can be done whenever, whatever Googlers do. The imp- I don't know, understand what no, website coding, building and code. Whatever. I don't understand yeah. what coding is. Nah. It's pressing it's buttons typing for me. Stuff in, yeah. But they've got like three buildings around there. There's one that's um, like sales and marketing and they work a bit harder apparently. <laughs> and he was saying that the Googlers in this building, they're all introverts, whereas the other yeah. buildings are a bit more extroverts. Got Yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. And I think sales and marketing is a different. They don't come over as much for the freebies. Right. Fine. And then they're building another building there, wow. which it's fucking huge. Starts in King's Cross and it's as long as the Shard is tall. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. is insane. It's, it's like good. the tallest building in London. Yeah. Uh, it's lengthways. The, bloody so hell. where's it go? To the fucking Midlands. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. But isn't it funny? Because it's like Google, we all know how big it is, but it's like when we use Google in whether it's Gmail or it's just like searching for stuff or maps, it feels like, it feels like a fully fledged project product that doesn't need yeah, much. For us, uh, it feel, yeah, it's, it's, it's done I mean? it and it feels, it feels free because yeah, it's free at the point yeah, of access. It's just there. Yeah. yeah. But it's thousands of people. Yeah. Is the, cookie, is the cookery school like fully fledged for whatever you want? Yeah. you were scouting it out for like, what can I do? Is it going to yeah, be too Yeah, it's got a really big demo area and then there's room for, I think roughly about 20 people to to Amazing. cook along or loads of people to watch mm-hmm. so it'll be demo i'm not doing a cookery class yeah. um and then each section so they, they build it in a way that they have to face somebody because mm-hmm. they were saying that some of their uh, biggest 
things like Gmail come from people just naturally being together, like somebody from different departments and just having a conversation and yeah. created something. Yeah. So they forced these people to face each other. Wow. So they'll have them in rows. And then they've got a little um, tablet on every section as well with the recipes in. Oh my God. It's, it's mega. Just, that's just another world. It's mega, yeah. For some people, if you're an intern, that'll be like your first job, is that environment. And that'll be all you know. Yeah, everything's like, downhill from everything there. Everything's downhill. <laughs> that's insane. That's exciting. So when are you doing that? Not, um, I can't remember in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah a few weeks. Yeah. Oh, great! I can't wait for you to report back on that. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Be fascinating. <laughs> and also, this like, and uh, maybe not because it's Google. It's probably taken very seriously, and people are very lucky to be there. But there might be the odd person. It's just like they just book onto every cooking class that have to, have to do work. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting if you get like a few despondent people that you just like. He's just here to get off doing his <laughs> job. Here. He's just watching me do this. Yeah, it's got to be a few. In there. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, in the last week also, I I had the pleasure of going over to. Uh, Midsummer House. This is actually because of you, really, because you went. You were off to GQ, yeah. So I slipped along to Midsummer House with yeah. Laura. Obviously, head I was chef jealous here. though. No, oh, yeah. mate, it was it was bloody incredible. So we were there for uh, the Night Timber launch of a brand new vintage. Shout out to Thomas and all the guys for having us down there. Um, it was like an intimate lunch at Midsummer House. Never been there before. Daniel came up after, and it was just—it was oh, special. Nice. Like it was a bucket list place, anyway. Yeah. But you never know with a lunch, do you? Because you don't—you don't know what how elaborate. I mean. Yeah, especially if you go in with um, like on those sort of events, yeah. you don't know what it's going to be. Exactly. But it, with midsummer, it's always going to be good. Well, I'll um, I'll put it this way: I got there at midday and yeah. I left at five thirty. No way. <laughs> At one point, I was quadruple parked. <laughs> I think we had nine courses. Wow! It was out. It was outrageous. Yeah, Laura messaged me. She was very impressed. Yeah, yeah. we were sat next to each other, and uh, uh, yeah. she was. I could tell there's a couple of courses. You know, when you just look, you sort of look at each other like with your eyes wide open, like what the <laughs> fuck have we just eaten here? There was a salmon dish. I think he's done it on TV not that, not too long ago with oh, white okay. chocolate. Ah, uh, yeah, and I know the was, one. And Laura's yeah. saying you've done a similar thing here with scallops before and white yeah. chocolate, but uh, it was just, I just. Sometimes you just try something. You don't. I don't want to know how it was done. I know it was. You just yeah, like that. Just want to enjoy it. Fucking incredible. I do want to throw Laura under the bus a bit though. Oh okay. Because um, well, there's two. There's two <laughs> things. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw her back under the bus by yeah. saying that even she brought up the tattoo. Oh, did she? Yeah. What did she say? She was just like, I've got no out, have I? <laughs> and I said, No, you don't. You, you've got to do it. I did. I helped her out. I said, Like, there's no stipulation on the size, but you've got to do it now. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think you'll regret it. Was her it. idea? I'm and not forcing her. There's I'm more just... story around it now too. So yeah. I think it's a good. I, I think she should just fucking do it to be honest I might book it for her yeah yeah, good idea uh, don't get that Google book your tattoos for her um, no, work uh, time no this is yeah this, no, this is what I'm very under the bus for so we get there at like midday then we, it's that not awkward thing but you're obviously like oh hi I'm Simon you know I'm like, what the fuck are you doing <laughs> I don't know uh, but I, no I don't work in the industry but then this was you know talking about whatever and we all sit down there's like maybe 10, 12 of us and um, sort of getting to know each other a little bit and uh Someone across the table was like, so what, what do you do? And I was like, oh, the nightcaps at the podcast. Like, oh, yeah, and I heard that. And then a couple of people hadn't. So we were sort of explaining what it was and how yeah. it worked with you and whatever. And then Laura, this is now, we, we're not drunk. We, we've had one drink. Yeah. Laura just goes, tell them the story about the thing you found in your dad's Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, but, but the more I was like, well, no, 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 I, I don't even know half these people's names yet. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to. The of more all the I, stories we've know, had over the three years. She was already pissing herself. And, and she was like, no, go on, tell it. And, and the more I protested, I was like, no, no, no I really don't want to tell. Everyone was going, tell it. Tell it. I was like, we've not even had two glasses of champagne. <laughs> oh, that's not. A, we, we said on the pod, no. while you're eating. I know. I know. Oh, it was fucking. I was like, Laura, you absolutely. <laughs> 
fucking threw me right under so the bus. I did. did. Yeah. I told it as slowly and as sort of delicately as I could. Yeah. Uh, and everyone was fucking mortified on my behalf. Uh, yeah. I think it went down well enough, but I was scared. I got hot flushes telling yeah. it because I was like, oh, fucking hell. I've, I've been in Midsummer House. Party, party anecdote. I've been it? in Midsummer House for 25 minutes <laughs> and I've already brought up bloody sanitary towels. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, yeah, where'd you go from there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but what an event. But yeah, that was. Uh, Potential low point from, from Laura is incredible. Uh, but then after that, I had the pleasure of going over to Paul Welber's new place. Yes, that in, looked great as well. I, I still don't know how to pronounce Islip, Islip, Islip. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have know. no idea. And I've even, never heard of it before he opened. Even when I was there, half people were saying Islip, Islip, Islip. Uh, I have no idea. But um, it's sort of in the middle of, sort of just outside of Bicester. It feels Cotswold, even though it's not, but it's just outside a sort of Bicester area, sort of like... I guess it wouldn't be that far up from like even Marlow. It'd be like 45 minutes up from Marlow or something. Oh, right, yeah. Not or an far hour, then. maybe. Yeah, not far. In between all of those. Places. Yeah, because Oxfordshire, isn't it? Mm. But it was really nice to see Paul again. The last time I saw, see, like, last time I saw Paul Welburn was at your book launch. Oh, yeah, like nearly a year and a half ago. Yeah. yeah, and he was like right between things then, wasn't he? Cause yes, he, it just he left. Left the Oxford kitchen. He had a few things going, but he was a little... I, I, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn where he was a little bit, not lost, but a bit like, I don't know, I'm not sure what the next thing is. But yeah, because it, it was such a good thing at, um, yeah. you know, Oxford kitchen, but it just sort of changed above him. Yeah, and it? COVID had a big impact COVID, on that, COVID, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's probably a bit... De- it was a bit deflated, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. that's fair to say. Um, but it was as soon as I saw it, within five minutes you could just see he just looked he just had that spring of like startup again everything oh, nice. was buzzing and really cool place like the, the swan is the the pub that's been there years and it's got that old worldy pub feel from uh-huh. the outside but inside it's been completely done like every single bit of the kitchen is brand new uh-huh. yeah um, nice. and, and the restaurant area which is actually really cool he's sort of there's he said there's like 12 swans because it's a, a yeah. really popular name for a pub in the county alone oh really so he's like a little bit you know that just you're fighting the google algorithms with that of that's course hard. You are, yeah. so he's gone with the signet at the swan as yeah. the restaurant name which is actually quite cool yeah i think that's a really clever way of sort of bypassing it but also making it it is yeah uh, but it was really nice and he's got like a little bar snacks thing for, and locals menus like he really did smartly start with like let's get all the locals in and yeah you've got to get them on side place and, like that because they feel like they own the pub <clears> don't they yeah, yeah exactly that like it's been part of the community for years and whatever but yeah the food was amazing I had uh, this duck cake which was absolutely incredible and there's the bar snacks bit there was you know you could remember parts of it or bits of it from that Oxford kitcheny feel yeah like the prawn toast and yes. stuff yeah, like I that yeah I saw that on there yeah um, it's just a delight like it was just it was just so cool and and the value for money it was a bit similar to when you probably started up it was maybe a little bit too mm. low a price for what you get because you're just starting out and that's yeah. where he's at now yeah so you I see mean, that a great value for money exactly without being sort of sitting like just go and like <laughs> go <knowing> now <laughs> you just know that I yeah. mean he's already had a journey of like knowing his food as yeah. well it exactly. wasn't like he, it's not like he's starting out yeah places yeah but what was it about 60 quid for four courses plus all those snacks yeah I think that's great value yeah yeah yeah. It was f- on the menu it said five courses because that first one is bread and, and ba- bread and bar snacks but oh, the table right. was yeah. full yeah you had arancini balls, you had the bread, you had some uh, honey butter, you had like the yeasty thing. Uh, we had the prawn toast. Nice. We had a pot of like of pork as mm. well like on the side. There was all this stuff and that was just the first course. Oh, awesome. It was just, yeah, it was just great. Also, the thing I love the most is li- it's little things. It's a bit of a running joke with Hayley and I. It's like when you go to a really nice restaurant, it's like, what are the loos going to be like? Yeah. I know. I don't know why, but it's like just a funny, intriguing, like, yeah. oh, what's it going to be? So it goes to the labs and uh, it's not like male and female. There's just four toilets. Yeah. 
<clears throat> but they're the proper old school chain. Oh, pull the chain. Pull the chain. No and like all the taps are those like wheel. Yeah, yeah. With the little. But, but you go into one and there is a disco ball in it. What? It's fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like like a, a big massive one. one that you'd find in like a town hall or something oh, ridiculous. Right. And it's so big that when all the lights are out, the staff are telling us that from over the bridge on the other side of the village, you can see it. Really? Yeah. I wonder what it's the significance crazy. of that is. I don't know. I had no idea. I, ah. I, couldn't, I didn't see him after that. But I was just like, what the fuck is this disco ball? <laughs> Me and Haley were talking about it on the way out. The stuff like, yeah, that did, you can see that from over the bridge. <laughs> but I think people must think this is a brothel or something. Like that. It's so funny. But uh, yeah, super cool place. Uh, I recommend it to anyone. Um, right. We've got some correspondence we want to get through and stuff like that. But last week we talked a bit about crisps and then this led on to potentially a new feature where we do like top fives now this is completely uh subjective because it's your own top five it's yeah not but like, i'm right be yeah. right and you, yeah and you should feel right in your yeah. own list so i pulls up first with top five crisps i am i've got my own prediction of what you might say but i've oh, got really some, uh, yeah well i'll probably give some clues last time didn't i really yeah that's true but i think yeah. we uh, we sort of established that sort of part of the rule for top fives is like you can't just say like walkers it's no, got to be like no, a walkers no, with a flavor as a crisp walkers own so many different crisps yeah. yeah yeah you've got to be specific so top five crisps yeah so you, is it in a official order like number one is your number one well i want a few special mentions really first <laughs> honorary mentions honorary mentions for shit crisps <laughs> that i can't understand why people like Okay. Right. So, um, I don't get people go crazy on Instagram. Like, I'm not saying they're a bad crisp, but I think they get so overrated. People go on holiday and they have to take their photo with their lays oh, by the pool, the lays, yeah. and they're ready. So, like, what are you getting? So, you're on. A, you're having a lovely holiday. Yeah. Like, oh, gotta get my lays in. <laughs> Fuck off. What is that? What <laughs> is the? I don't know. And our lays walkers rebranded because um, I see it. Look, it looks I, I did, like it. I did have a look. I can't remember. <clears throat> To be honest, but I think they're they're, they're similar. Yeah, they look very they're, similar. They they're the logo owned, owned by them, but they're a slightly different ah, recipe. Right, okay. Is what I think I read. You do get some yeah. different flavors though of the lays that you wouldn't get in a Walker's thing here. Yeah, which do. some of them are all right. I've yeah. had them like, like an oregano one. I remember good, having, but yeah, you know, overrated. A selfie with your lays by the peach. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> well, the opposite. Like, yeah. an Italian in, coming over here and sat on a park bench with some walkers. In the rain, like. <laughs> Got my walkers on the bench. Like, yeah, happen, the, that it? is the opposite. Yeah, yeah. ridiculous. No. You know, I'd, I'd much prefer a cocktail <laughs> on a hot day in yeah. in the fucking Algarve or whatever. And Actually, some that's reminded me, though. That's something that, I don't know if it's just holidays, but generally in Europe, you get it way better than here, is that you just go to a bar and you get, like, say, in Greece and Mythos or something. And then it's just you just get some nuts and bits yeah yeah just i fucking love that like yeah. I, even like pubs like here how cool would that be you just go oh let's go to that pub because you get a few little nibbles just as part of it yeah just a, yeah i'm not but, that hungry but just no, a little yeah little it seems to be a lot more popular in europe that than here yeah. but i love that touch big fan of that yeah um another mention go on. <laughs> um pringles if pringles are your oh, ultimate now. favorite crisp yeah, yeah then you are a loser yeah you, if, if they are your favourite Chris, then you go to, on holiday to the same place every single year. <laughs> you have sex only in the missionary position <laughs> with the lights off and your name's Colin or that something. It's fucking great. Like they are exactly the same size, shape, texture. The flavours are boring. Yeah. I don't get no. why people love them. No. Can't I get your never, hand in them. No, would never. I've never picked them they're in a million years. They're just boring because yeah. they're too samey. Yeah. Like, awful also it's like this it's hard to describe but the flavor's not it's like 
There's no punch in it. No, no depth. It, it's that, it's, and the potato eating, it's like, Because they're like much. reformed and put together yeah. and it's this, I don't know, there's not much no. bite in it. So many, every, you know, parties you go to is tubes of Pringles. I just, the, it's the last one I would pick on a shelf. It's Pringles. Oh, I've God, never, yeah. I, I can honestly say I have never, Hayley quite likes them. She'll yeah. get them sometimes. Yeah. Not all the time. But I would, Always the last I don't chops. think I've ever bought a pack of Pringles. No. Ever. No, I have for my kids. They like the little pots of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they, because their palettes, palettes haven't matured yet. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll let them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's good. I'm glad. I was, I was worried. That was one note I had is hopefully Paul won't have Pringles in his top. No. Right? So I'm really pleased to hear that, mate. No. <laughs> and then the last mention is when these crazy flavours that they're trying brand as a premium crisp, like gin and tonic crisps. You ever seen them? No. Disgusting. What the fuck is that? Gin and tonic's amazing, right? Yeah. Crisps are amazing. <laughs> They, they shouldn't meet. That's not a flavour. They were so bitter. Like somebody bought them here years ago. Someone in front, oh, you'll like these. I, no, I fucking won't. Tasted them. And he had that bitterness of oh, cheap tonic water. Awful. And, um, well, and then what? Prosecco Chris, you must have seen them. No. Awful. No. But they're branded as like this. Would you get with, if you weren't told the flavour, would you guess what it was? I don't think so. You'd just be weird. It's so out. off the wall. Like who would, who would <coughs> yeah. do that? It's bizarre. It's terrible. Horrible. Yeah, but somebody's thought, ah, there's a premium crisp there. Mm, Some yeah. bougie crisp, no. I, do you know what? I think it's, they, they, don't, they don't think the flavour's good either. They just know that there's people out there that would buy them yeah. because of what they are. I yeah. think it's a completely marketable yeah. thing. And a lot of the, there's ones that do truffle now and they just taste oh, like yeah, petrol. truffle ones. Yeah. yeah I think I've had those. one that was nice somewhere. I can't remember where it was. And it was like, oh, that's quite a delicate truffle flavour. Some it's like yeah, horrible petrol. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Right. Good. I'm a big fan of the ones being left off. So top five then. Go on then. Go Some on of then. them are a bit kind of similarly samey, but that's right. You know, we're going at number five. So number five. I feel like we need the top of the pops. Like <laughs> five, five, five. So Walker's cheese and onion. Oh, even okay. though I'm, I don't like cheese. They don't taste like cheese. They're just no. a great crisp. Yeah, they're just a great crisp. Great in most sandwiches. And as I said, yeah. I think last time on a tuna mayonnaise sandwich, the best crisp is cheese and onion it's for some reason. Onion. Yeah, no, it works. Yeah. I, I think that's good. It's um. Because some of the some of the Walker's flavors can be slightly light, yeah. Whereas the cheese and onion is a pungent Walker's one, yeah. And even the the dust on the inside of the packet of a cheese and onion is great. So I'm a big fan. Yes. I'm glad that's in there. No, they're nice. they're a, they're a quality crisp. Yeah. And um, number four, I actually I was just getting up on my Instagram. This was already on my list, and then somebody sent me this, and it's quite a random one. Okay. Like randomly, they sent me, and I was like, "That's on my list," because they heard <laughs> the pod last week. Oh, really? Okay. So Brannigan's roast beef and mustard. Oh, I'm crisp. not sure I've had that. But I think, according to him, they're discontinued now. No. And I, yeah, it broke my heart. Wow. Yeah, because I haven't had them in a while. I said, "I'm sure I had one last year." And he said they were discontinued in 2020 because he works in a supermarket. This guy, shout out to Max. Mm. 2020 does feel like a year ago because yeah, of the of course, COVID yeah. shit. Yeah. So yeah, but they also do a ham and pickle one, which was super, but it's the texture. Lovely oh, okay. powder. The texture, they're thick, they? but they're not really hard, yeah, like yeah. a kettle crisp. Yes, yeah. Oh, they're so good. But I grew up in a pub, we used to sell them mm. and I'd just nicking them all the time from the bar. Yeah. How mustardy? It's Is just it? a little bite at the end, but it's right. a really authentic flavour. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like that fake flavour. Yeah. It comes at the end, a little bit nasal like mustard is. Yeah, yeah. nice. That's good. Okay. It's nice. Good. And then, so number three, McCoy's, either salt and vinegar or flame grilled. Great. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah. I, knew that'd be, I knew crisp. that'd be right up there. That's what I had yeah. that on my list. Like, it's Proper got manly crisp. <laughs> manly crisp. But it's like... Um, 
And also, this, I mean, it sounds sort of silly, but it's like, I like the variability within a pack because you can get some big ones that are yeah. a bit lighter and then you get some like tiny ones that are like black yeah. and they are fucking amazing. Yeah. And, it's and like, you get you some get... that are covered in the powder and they make your eyelashes yeah. curl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you get, and because it's crinkle cuts, there's more like yeah. stuff going on. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's not not and it feels samey, like a, samey. Feels like, actually, that's another thing we've not, feels like a full bag. Because some of them, and I think walkers can be a bit cut, like, you open it, and you're like, where the fuck are the crisps? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas with flame grill, I swear they go on for eight. Like, it feels yeah. like value for money, doesn't it? Yeah, you're it? right. So, yeah, you're right. Good, good, good. Uh, number two is Walker's Max salt and vinegar. So uh, that's yeah, Walker's. Yeah, you mentioned these last yeah, week. They're hard to get. Like, you can find their paprika ones are nice. The, yeah. um, that's the, the orange and black flavors. packet. Yeah. It yeah. used to have, like, was it Tiger or something, the brand in it? doesn't yeah. anymore. But mm-hmm. they're, they're not that common, but that's their crinkle cut. Yeah. Walker's crinkle cut. Yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah. I don't have them enough, but if they're number two on your list, I trust yeah. you, I'll, uh, I'll get them next time. Yeah. Okay. And then number one, right. Walker's salt and vinegar classic. Really? I'm a purist. That is... You know that. Wow, Walker's, interesting. Like, so that's just the go-to crisp. But there's, there's loads more I'd eat. You know, I'm never like, I only have to eat, just because they're not on the top. Mm. Five. There's there's still great crisps out there. I ain't mentioned. Yeah, I think there's something to be said. It's like I, I know that Haley always teases her dad because he always just has ready salted Walker's crisps. Oh right. But I don't mind that. No, they're Cause all they, right. Because yeah. especially if you're having it with other things. Yeah, it's a good accompaniment. Yeah, they're a great dipper because they they've got yeah. salt. That's it. Great yeah, for hummus. Exactly. Salt and vinegar is solid. I, so you would still go a Walker's salt and vinegar over like some more premium like kettle chips or some like oh, sensations versions. Yeah, and I'll still eat them. And the sensations, they do a balsamic vinegar and yeah. something one. Yeah. Just taste the vinegar. It's not balsamic. Sure. Um, <laughs> and then you get the uh, cider vinegar ones and all this. They're, they're all, most of them are all nice. Yeah. But the just the go-to. Fair. The, the industry standard, yeah. I'd say, is that. That's you your can, marker. Yeah. You can never disappoint someone no. with the salt and vinegar walkers crisp. No. I think that's fair. And loads of people out there will disagree, but you're wrong. So. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, it's your list. It's your top five. Yeah. It's your top five. Um, quick questions on things that have not got a look in. Your skips? Um, nah. The kids crisps, aren't they? Quavers, same. Quavers are quite like. Yeah. Yeah, they're all right. And their prawn cocktail ones are all right. What's it? So pathetic. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Well, no, I just also don't like. The, yeah, your nah, fingers no, get so no, no. dirty. What uh, about um, Monster so, Munch are alright, but you get okay. The kids had some at home, and I count you the six in a pack. Right. Yeah, well, because they're massive, aren't they? They are big, but yeah. six. They're they're airy. Yeah, but, but they are like pickled onion. Are decent. I did. I did the thing where I I just they look like feet to me, like monsters' feet, but it's yeah. supposed to be like a ghost or a monster upside down. I think there was I think that's a conspiracy theory thing I oh, think they it? are actually they are feet, feet. Oh. yeah a lot of people come out and said oh it's actually a monster, monster. or something but it is the feet I think doesn't matter does it no <laughs> <laughs> what about because um, one that I would potentially on my list because I like the texture of them beef hula loops oh yeah hula hoops great yeah yeah yeah, don't mind. No, I'm a fan of hula hoops. They were used to, they were my favourite multi pack when I was younger. When it because you yeah, get beef the, ones are good as well. The cheese and onion one as well. Yeah, the green packet weirdly. Yeah, that's weird because own it hula hoops. They're not walkers as well. I don't no. think so. No, no. But that's confusing because often the cheese and onion and the salt and vinegar with different brands were blue and green. Yeah, it switches between. Yeah, walkers, cheese and onion a lot are always green salt and vinegar, aren't they? The yeah. blue on others. But in the rest of the world. It's often the other way around. Yeah. Most things that are cheesy and oniony are the green ones. Yeah. And the, which They must weird. have done it intentionally yeah. to fuck yeah. shit up. 
Yeah. That's a good top five, mate. Have you got any ideas of what you want to throw at me for next week? For a yeah, list? so... Go on. This, I need to explain I'm it. excited. Explain it. Okay. So your top five beers, but I don't. that sounds a bit Ooh. boring. I don't want it to be brands. I, what I want you to do is oh, your yeah. top five beer situations. So is uh, it... So it's like context. You, yeah, so is it that one when you get to the airport? It doesn't oh, matter okay. what brand it is. It doesn't yeah, matter if you're yeah, having yeah. whatever okay. beer... But that one, when you get to the airport, that one on holiday, that one, first one on a stag do. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, The beer situation. You can name the brand as well. Okay, that's great. But okay. that's not, it's yeah, like... Yeah. Leave it with me. Leave the it situation me. makes it taste better. Yeah, leave it with me. I'll put some good hard work into that. Yeah. That'd be a Wednesday night job. Like, uh, Tuesday night job the night before. <laughs> gonna... I was going through, when I thought of it, I was like going through so many. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, that one's great. Oh, that beer is great. The I second think, one's never as good. When we, when we talked about the top five idea last week, I realised that there's something that really appealing about, because it's your top five, you take it really seriously. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, oh no, no, this yeah. is... <laughs> is that is that number three or is that number four? Like, yeah. what's the? It's like I don't know what it is. It just makes us. And the feel funny like thing that. is, a year later it'll be slightly different. <laughs> yeah. Why do the fuck how you're feeling? Yeah. Why is that too? That should so be five. True. Yeah. Okay, great. Leave that with me. I'm going to do that next week. Love it. Uh, right, we have got some messages to get through. We had one from oh night with a night with a chef blog who sent us some great messages over the over the last couple of oh, years. Yes. So we've got a good one here. Question for the next pod: What is Simon Paul's favourite style of wine and region? Also, their views on natural low intervention wine. Personally, my favourite is red and from the Deo region. If you haven't tried any from there, please do. So uh-huh. Any initial sort of thoughts to? Yeah, I mean, again, it depends region? on how I'm feeling and time of year. There's a lot of great, lot of great regions out there, but ones I've I've always loved. So I love, absolutely love Alsace wine. Mm-hmm. Well, with their whites, you know, like the Rieslings and the Gewurztraminers and all, yep. all sorts of the. The Pinot Gris and things from Alsace, uh, Trimbach especially, like yeah. incredible wines from oh, Alsace. Okay. They just they just do that white in just such a great way. Mm-hmm. Um, UK now for Fizz and Pinot Noir. Yeah, Bordeaux, Burgundy. There's always this. You get Bordeaux drinkers and Burgundy drinkers. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm, this is better. This is better. They're both great. You can get shit from both and great from both. Yeah, you know, like amazing white Burgundies and. Um, you know, like all, all your reds as well, but you know, your Santa Millions and all, all different things. I'm no wine expert, but no, from sure. your Bordeaux, like so many beautiful wines. And that's just like some old world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Italy, Sangiovese, and your Emilia Romana region, like just incredible wines. Yeah. That's sort of medium, full bodied level. Mm-hmm. You're really enjoyable drinking wines. And then, like, New World as well. Like, you know, we've had a lot of South African and Chilean on here as well very little American but I had some incredible wine from Napa Valley when I was out there yeah 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 there's just so much and then you get these odd little ones like we had a guy come last year we didn't do anything with him actually because I think because it was when Jack had moved on um, we were going to take him on what state is it what's the state above California state yeah Washington but where is it there's a wine region there and I'd never tried the wines from there, I'd have to look it up. It's okay. just slipped my mind. But fuck me, your wines are incredible. Because mm. it's like the weather there. Yeah, and the weather is just Yeah, like, you don't see a lot of it over here. You're so... The elements just have such a great impact on every region. Elements, and that's why every soil, year is so fascinating. Yeah. Also, I think that's the thing, like, you know, I, I can't... It's a great answer you've given. I, I can't give, like, much answer because I'm not... I struggle to appreciate all the intricacies between them all. Mm. So I don't want to, like, pretend to know. But I love 
finding out and discovering the differences between even the years of the same one mm. because that is that is part of the fascination to me it's like being at the night timber event we we tasted two different wines side by side a one year apart and yeah. the difference even in the glass looking at it it's you're mad, just like it? wow but this is the same product same and then they'll talk about the end it's the stories around the it story. all and everything like that that you just it makes it more enjoyable it might, it's the same place the same um you know the grapes are grown in the same place yeah. the same winemaker but because of something's happened that year they've done something different with it yeah, no, yeah. it's sort of forced them to take a different avenue and how often that is the case where it's it's more of a, the reasons for change are sometimes a means to an end mm. so the byproduct is something because like oh why did you decide to do this oh we had to because of this yeah it's, it's so funny how it works out that way but yeah, that it happens is. a lot in the wine and beer world you know it's mad isn't it there's so there's a certain lack of control that yeah. forces you in a, down yeah. a certain path. But it makes part of the romance of it all, I think. So, exactly. Yeah, it's cool that. Uh, this one's from Ben. He says, love the podcast. I listened for a bit. Nice one. <laughs> On my way to and from work. I have a question and a boiling point. Do you steam slash boil your cauliflower for cauliflower cheese? I've, the... I've never known it not be done. Ah, interesting. Yeah, I've never known not. I remember the rest of his message and... Yeah, if you read the rest okay. of it. So the boiling point, this happened today. Uh, Easter Sunday, 70 booked for lunch. Uh, only three of us on. I had a chef, in uh, inverted <laughs> commas, more of a cowboy, working for me, who was serving raw cauliflower cheese. When I asked him what he was doing and why it wasn't cooked, his response was, you didn't steam it first. I responded with, you don't have to. And he said, everyone in the country does. This escalated into me asking if he could actually cook and a lot of swearing. Eventually, he said he would write his two-week notice out, which I said I would gladly take. He said I was lucky to have him for the two weeks. Wow. <laughs> which I said was debatable. We tried to carry on service. I asked for the sauce for the fish dish, which he told he didn't have i then told him get out of the kitchen and myself and the other chef would finish lunch it was only 1 p.m his last shift was today easter sunday oh fuck uh we did ask ben if we could say his name and he, he said yeah go for it yeah uh, so cheers ben that's a shit the shit situation to be in. <laughs> is, yeah. 1 p.m on a fucking easter sunday I mean, if that's the way they do it and the lad was doing it wrong then obviously he's in the wrong but yeah i've never known anyone do it from raw no like I'm not saying he's wrong. What's the sciencey side of um, behind, or not? Well, look, they've got high water content anyway. Yeah. So yeah, you can do it from it, but I don't know. I've I've never tried it from raw mm. to be honest, but I just feel it would be more consistent and so you more like consistent. Steaming it to like al dente, like a, uh, yeah, bit of yeah. a bite Steam or just or a blanche would be very very quick. So similar to what you would do with a roast potato before you. Yeah, less. Oh, even less. 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 Yeah, oh. you want to keep a bite into it because if you yeah. cook it just and then you put it through the oven it's going to turn into mush and yeah. it's going to absorb a lot more water as well and leak into it and make that watery pissy bottom uh -huh. um but what i would do if i wasn't steaming it i'd if i blanched it i wouldn't put it in ice water i'd just lay it out on a tray and let but, excess let water evaporate um it's With not that, something i made a lot i never make it at home obviously yeah. like cheese um yeah. oh, i'd never do it here cheese oh, God, it's grim <laughs> and I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time I've done it, but I've worked in places where we do, and everywhere, you know, good places, everywhere is pre-blanched or pre-steamed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've never oh, yeah. seen it not. So I'd be interested if anyone let us know if they do do which way they do it yeah. and if they've ever seen it raw. But I've never seen that. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, when you do that, do you put them on wired racks to steam off, or do you just leave them in the tray on the side? Does it matter? What after you've steamed it? Mm. Yeah, you just leave it to cool yeah. on a, on a rack or something. Oh, yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. Cool. Strange one. But if I was to do it now, mm -hmm. um, say if I just was just doing it because 
people liked it and wanted wanted something nice, I'd probably I'd, I wouldn't do either. I'd roast it maybe, yeah, get a bit sure. of caramelisation on it, like quick roast, keep some body to it, get some colour on it, yeah. and then they make a lovely sauce and cover it in that. Yeah, yeah. So nice. just to get some more depth through it, because cauliflower blanched to steam is a bit bland. Um, do you follow Tom Bateman on? Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Tom, he's, yeah. Uh, you might have seen his bits, the way he did like All About the Sauce series. Oh, yes, yeah. He's now doing All About the Sides. Ah. And he did a cauliflower, a spiced cauliflower cheese oh, that are fucking banging. Did he pre-cook it? Did, yeah. Yeah. Blanched it first. Yeah, see, that's the only way I It I'd looked ever, great. So yeah. go and seek that out. But uh, it was bloody, bloody good. Because essentially, good. like I can see why it would be raw. Because like, depending, like some places will do a massive fuck off tray of it, right? Mm. And it's not that consistent and some places do them individual yeah um but if you're doing a small individual I just realized, one, sorry i think he roasted it first oh did he yeah not oh, blanched okay. it I, I can't remember but off the top of my head but i think he did roast it yeah he if you're it, putting yeah. raw cauliflower florets say it's in like one of these little stove pots one of those yeah. things a nice sauce on it that's if you you've got to put it in a hot oven my yep. assumption would be that that would color up before the middle is cooked. cooked. Yeah. So you're going to get a bit of inconsistency and rawness. Yeah. So you want it pre-blanched. So all you want to do is get some heat into it, not cook it, glaze it up beautifully. So red hot oven, getting the heat through it. Yeah. So yeah, I'd, yeah, that raw, I don't know. Weird. I'm interested. It's, it's unusual to me, that. Very yeah. unusual. Cool. How would you have done it? Um, good question. I think in the past, I haven't done them for ages, but I think I always put them in water first. But also, it's because it doesn't have to go into the oven for anywhere near as long that way, yeah, right? Yeah. Nowhere near. Every time I do the cauliflower cheese sauce, I always put mustard in it. Yeah, yeah, you need it. It brings the Love cheese flavour out Yeah, as well, definitely. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just a bit too bland. But um, yeah, blanch it first, cover it in the sauce. Yeah. Always make sure the sauce is a bit on the thinner side when it goes in. Yeah. Is that right? Well, it depends. Depends on what the thinner side of what, yeah, yeah, really. But as long as it's coating and it's... Definitely it's coating. thin enough that it's soaking through it, you want yeah. to coat and then just... Just cover the top. Yeah. And I always put a great bit more cheese over the top. Yeah. When it goes yeah, in. I'll get that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Beauty. Um, Taste got- shit though. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my house. Um, got another quick one here from Andy who messaged. I, I guess he's out shopping because he sent us a photo of some really nice like ceramics and different pots. And on the display, they've got a pot with a wooden spoon in it. <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> and he said this has to be your next uh, merch drop never cook your spoons then just send us the photo I really appreciate that that was a good one Brilliant. that is a good idea that is a good we idea something spoons. with a spoon cooking and yeah no yeah <laughs> no no <laughs> rescue me also like that yeah uh, great please keep them coming at the nightcap pod uh, underscore pod on instagram twitter send us your messages we love reading them equally um please rate and review us it helps chart helps us get a scene and share the pod etc etc um just leave your five star review by scrolling down on the apple podcast app otherwise i think that's pretty much yeah it. Yeah, not, yeah, not too much to report. Weather's still been a bit ship, so I was going to ask you what news on the menu right now. But asparagus has now come in. Yeah, we just just, just getting it on. Yeah, like we we had a little, we put a little bit on it just before we mm. uh, went through using the White Valley stuff, which is really really good Amazing. consistent stuff. We had some at Midsummer House, some asparagus there. Yeah, it was like the first of the year, it was like fucking delicious. Yeah, it's nice, so great. No, it's because you're not eating crap all year round. You you look love it and look forward to it. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have have it on when we come back until it's done, and we'll have. Maybe it's like Spielman's is good mm-hmm. um, as well. Outdoor stuff, which is lovely. Yeah, Beautiful. So we'll, yeah, keep pushing on with that. But yeah, nothing nothing else really. Amazing. At the moment. 
Obviously, cool. we're closed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll have more grass-fed updates in the coming weeks, I'm sure, as well, as we get yes, closer and closer to, to yeah, a launch took the kids day. down there yesterday just yeah. to look at it. I need. I haven't got any keys. The keys were in the security office. I couldn't get in, so right. they just saw the outside. But, yeah. I mean, it's a building site. <laughs> but, yeah, Esme's been asking to see it for ages. That's so, nice. Yeah, we went down, went around Camden Market. That's cool. Some crepes and stuff. It's nice. Beauty. I can't wait to come down and see it. I really yeah. can't. Cool. Uh, wherever you are, have you lis- however you're listening, thanks so much for joining us and we will catch you next week. Brilliant. Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap podcast tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke Nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they will send you your order in packaging made from plants, not plastics. And the best thing is they look great and they feel great. You can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here. Yeah, it's as simple as this. Go to thenightcap.tmill.com. That's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your Nightcap podcast merch now.